Welcome everybody to yet another chapter of the Mongo Melee podcast with me, your host Jay, and my co-host as always, Twitterless Park. <laughs> now Park, how are you doing today? You were not with us last week and you were sorely missed. There were rumors of, of my death that, yeah. that you were um, <laughs> de- deposed were the words going yep. around. You know, and I appreciate I appreciate the concern, but I so to everybody's surprise, I am still quite alive, and I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm I was quite sad that I had to miss last time. Yeah, we we talked about some pretty cool stuff this week. If you are new to the podcast, if this is your first episode. Be sure to go check out our past episodes. We don't have that many out. They're pretty quick listens. Too. Yeah. So yeah. Um. But so, how is how is your week going, Parf? How's it? Like, catch you know, us up. <laughs> just got back from a business trip last week, and now I put my two weeks in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you know, about about to be real free yeah. soon. So you know, real excited, real excited. You know. Yeah. Started Monster too, so that just an all around great week. Yeah, you're living the highlight now, <laughs> I mean, honestly. Uh, there's nothing better than just, like, getting to enter, like, the senioritis stage of a shitty job. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's... Mm. <laughs> I never thought I would get to experience senioritis again, and now I get to. Nice. Yeah, that's fucking sick. Yeah. I had a pretty busy week last week as well. Um, I worked, like... Every single day until Sunday, basically. Damn, that's uh, a lot. Doing stuff for the graduation at the college mm-hmm. I work at, helping the other campus nearby. And honestly, that was terrible. And uh, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to having to do it again next year. So I'm glad that it's over with and happy that I had a short week this week as well. That's good, at least. And also, happy to be talking about some manga with oh, Lego Prince Park, I'll tell of, you that much. Of course. Happy so, to be here. We're actually, uh, last week, a week, like, so, a week from when we're recording this, yeah. was the anniversary of uh, Kintaro Mira's mm-hmm. passing, so I just wanted to start off the podcast, the, the actual part podcast, by, um, you know, saying, rest in peace, Mira, mm-hmm. he was unarguably one of the greatest of all time and just apart from being a truly talented individual he was beloved in the yep. community by many other mangaka and inspired so many things even beyond manga just in general like if you have a character in a fantasy series that you love that uses a giant like great sword <laughs> He is probably inspired by guts. Nine times played, out of ten. If you played Monster Hunter, the Great Sword, that is inspired by guts. If you played Dark Souls, inspired. I don't by even guts. have to tell you about how that entire no, series. That is entire series is just a like, berserk. So, rest in peace, Mira. Mm-hmm. Condolences to my fam, or er, 
condolences to his friends, his, fam- his, his friends, friends and family, family. and uh, my friends yeah. who I know very like loved him so mm-hmm. much. I, he touched a lot of people, so it's not the. I'm sad that his uh, story didn't get to get finished. Unfortunately, yeah, very unfortunate. Yeah. So we'll just take a quick moment of silence for Kintaramir once more. All right. So, in lighter news, um, Kodansha Magazine had its annual awards, and there were uh, three winners announced for, like, best general manga, best shonen manga, and best shoujo manga. So, for best general manga, we had uh, Police in a Pod, which had an anime adaptation earlier this year. I've heard pretty decent things about it if you can get past obviously like you know i'm sure for in america a lot of people have a hang up with it being police from what i understand it's not quite the same situation in japan yeah i'm not an expert on any of that sort of thing yeah so i don't know it's popular it's pretty popular over there though i, I for, would assume uh, so i would hope so yeah 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 so for shonen manga uh that time i got reincarnated as a slime one I'm not super surprised by that, honestly. Um, slime is it's a great super popular both in Japan and outside of it. Outside of Japan too, yeah. yeah. Like I know a lot of people who were saying that season two of Slime was one of their favorite parts of, uh, I believe it was last year's. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was uh, anime, uh, right? Anime seasons. Yeah, it was, it was sometime last year. I was trying to think of the season, but I, hmm. I think it might have been like. Fall or winter, maybe? No, it wasn't winter. No, I. It was last year. It was. Pretty, yeah. It was good. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um. So I'm not like I said. I'm not surprised at all of that mm-hmm. one. Honestly, maybe I should check out the manga to see what that's hidden for. Because I always thought of it as more of like a a light novel sort of deal. Yeah, you that's know? yeah. Yeah. It's. I'm trying to find the words, because um, I have one volume of it, and the art's, art's great. The art's okay. great, but it's just one of those things where it's like... I've said it in other uh, episodes of the podcast, but honestly, I need to be more fair to the isekai genre yeah. in general, I guess. I've, I'm kind of fatigued with it. Like just It's because it there's around, so many so out there. I, I haven't considered giving some of the more liked mm. uh isekai a chance which is not a great i could do better on my part. i mean i should i should try out the slimes and the um the sl- there's so know, many the what's the other one that everyone likes the one with uh i almost said shield hero uh um, jobless reincarnation yeah jobless reincarnation yeah. i should probably give those jobless reincarnation is a. Uh, I would say Shield Hero, but I've heard that some questionable things about both the manga for Shield Hero and the current Manga's season of the anime. The anime is not great either. Uh, this yeah. season uh, has some uh, booty CGI, to say the least. Yeah, I was looking at the mouse scores for like just the favorites <laughs> and whatnot for the mm-hmm. series, and it's it's tanked pretty hard yeah. ever since the um, and yet. People will still defend it. People will still defend it uh, to the day they die. It's the nature of the beast, sadly. 
And then for the winner of the shoujo manga, we had uh, Nina the Starry Bride, which is something that I hadn't heard about before. So I'm going to give a quick description of yeah. this before of this real quick. It's by an artist and uh, author named uh, Rikachi, R-I-K-A-C-H-I. Mm-hmm. Um, Nina had a rough start to life, stealing to survive and eventually being sold into slavery by her own brother. But to her surprise, her captor, Prince Azure, ordained that she would live the life of a princess, specifically that of the recently deceased princess, priestess, Alicia. But despite her changing fortune, Nina won't give up her old life without a fight, and Azure might be the one to finally match her wits. But how much can she trust Azure? And can she stop the feelings budding in her heart, knowing she must eventually marry another? <laughs> so uh it kind of reminds me of like um red river yeah i was gonna say that's like definitely that. red river-esque yeah uh <laughs> for those of you who don't know red river is a really popular uh really old school shoujo manga mm-hmm. from like i think the 80s maybe early 90s yeah it's probably. about a, a girl who gets transported to ancient samaria and she is the consort of a prince there, and the queen, who is the prince's mother, basically schemes against them and plots to have her, like, killed and whatnot. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I just... Honestly, it's solid. Yeah, it, it's a great the manga. Only, the only thing that I feel like a lot of people might get turned off by is the fact that, like, the second or third chapter is around 156 pages. Oh my, I forgot about that. that. And it's a ton of ancient Sumerian history and stuff, which I could understand. I'm a fan of history and that sort of thing, but a lot of people don't quite like exposition on exposition like that. I mean, I'm a Hunter Hunter fan, so (laughs) I don't give a shit. (laughs) You've been through the ringer. Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) yeah. You get it. Yeah, I get it. So all of those are uh, pretty solid manga in their own right. Honestly, I think I'm going to check out Police in a Pod and Slime. Yeah. And looking at the Nina and the Starry Bride art, I really, I kind of like it too. Or Nina the Starry Bride, I should say. The prince seems like, it seems like there's kind of like a uh, love triangle thing going on based on the volume covers. There's like a black haired guy and a uh, white-haired guy i thought you were gonna say it's your brother like foils and whatnot so i'm pretty excited actually that sounds good yeah um seems pretty cool (laughs) and all of these uh manga have english releases available at the on the uh, kodansha magazine or kodansha manga app rather Mm -hmm. Do no one surprise, Spy Family has crossed yet another <laughs> milestone and has hit 18 million copies in circulation. This series is selling like hotcakes yeah. right now. For That's a million copies since the last time we spoke two weeks ago. Like, it's, it's insane. I didn't think... No, that's not true. I think... Uh, uh, not two weeks ago, obviously, because I wasn't there, but four weeks ago, 
we talked about like because it was getting its anime and everything and we talked about it will increase but i didn't think it would go like that fast yeah i guess i I honestly thought it had a bit of a ceiling compared to where it's going but it is that's a good word for it yeah it doesn't it does not have a ceiling every time and we'll see this uh, later on in the charts, where spoiler alert, Spy Family is at the top of the charts once again this week. <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, this, this series can honestly just do no wrong at this point. It would take a... It would take a... I'll tell you what know. it could take. The, the momentum this series has is um, like... I think it's because the anime is doing... I mean, I don't think that. It is, like, it's, it's obvious because, it's obvious because it, the it anime is doing great. It was popular before yeah, it was the popular. anime came out, but... Mm-hmm. It's it's a similar situation to like JJK yeah. or something like that where or what we'll probably see with Chainsaw Man when mm, that comes. Yeah, out oh as for well, sure. Where it is going to explode because of the anime. <laughs> and keep in mind the anime only has what like four or five. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think so about far. just now. And I think I think we're getting a two core season out of it yep. as well. So. Yeah, it's gonna be nutty. It's the only nutty. way they can mess us up if, is if they pull Promise Neverland or Darling yeah, in the no. Franks. Uh, I think that the <laughs> only thing that I could kind of say against the anime at the moment is, I kind of feel like it doesn't quite have, it doesn't have like that Sakuga animation that like your Attack on Titans. That's fair. Yeah. in the past and as well as sometimes now and demon slayers jjk's have yeah and it's really making up for that with like top-notch voice acting top-notch oh, sound design some of the best and honestly just really good storytelling like the last episode that we got from the anime was actually filler like it wasn't something that was in the manga as far as I'm aware. It was, I, don't I was reading so. through the chapters afterwards because I didn't remember it. And it turns out that I'm pretty sure that that wasn't in the manga. And they did a damn good job. I'm 100% okay up with, with a story yeah. that felt organic and fit into the story. Like it wouldn't have been out of place. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't even notice that it wasn't in the manga, honestly. I think in that case, that's where filler is great. Because, like, there's obviously stigma behind filler when you have... Uh, Naruto and Bleach. Bleach in Naruto, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Boruto, too, now. But, like, that's... And my canon, so it doesn't... it. It's all a bunch yeah. of bullshit. But I think when the filler's good, then it's okay. Uh, my my only complaint about Spy Family is the, <laughs> the fan base at the moment. Uh, yeah. People are weird. People are weird. Honestly, I feel like I've seen a lot more. I think most of what I've seen when it comes to weirdness in Spy Family is people who aren't necessarily anime fans being weird about it, who just assume that anime fans are being weird about it with Anya. Yeah, I was going to say that Um, people are like. Like a poll came out that was showing the top, (laughs) the most highly rated girls of the season this week. And Yor was, of course, number, number one. one. And someone was commenting saying, wow, for the first time in a long, and God knows how long, the seasonal wife who everyone loves is an adult woman. And granted, I will say that is true. That, that is, is a valid true. Yeah, it's, a val- it's valid, but like... Anya was number three on the list. 
and people were being weird about it, saying, "Ah, oh, weebs are being so weird about it." And the thing about it is, it's like just because someone is best girl doesn't yeah. mean that they're like best girl does being not look at as like a wife to like sexualization or attraction, or being sexualized or yeah. anything like that. Anya is just a very lovable character who people enjoy having on the uh, screen. Dude, she's a go. She's funny. Like she's so fucking funny, and she has a great dynamic with like it, it's wholesome. People mm. like her. I'm sure that there is a weird subset that you would have in any fandom who like you can go and find sexualized art of like spongebob characters and shit like that if you not the spongebob art man yeah i mean so (laughs) i don't know it's if it was some if it was a different series like uh i don't know think about whatever weird lolly series you want to think about here i'm not gonna i don't want goons on me uh if it was like that series then Maybe I'd agree with it, but Spy Family is not a show or I don't think the show is sexualized in any way. So I think the fans are just being weird. People need to stop being weird. I will say that the fan base as a whole for Spy Family needs to come up with some better memes because so far they've been pretty trash. The only memes I like are the Anya memes, and they're not even memes, they're just a bunch of uh, pictures of like panels from the manga. Yeah. Like. Anya's a goat, but people need to fuck. People need to just relax. She's a kid. Nobody sexualizing. Of like, good manga that has like not entirely sexualized female characters. I finished reading Golden Kamui last week, and I'm gonna give a small spoiler-free review of that real quick. Go ahead, because it actually also hit a. Uh, milestone this week as well i believe because it was on the charts um gordon kamui i gotta highly recommend it it is sick it has one of the best overall cast of characters i've ever seen in a manga um it's just great the relationship between asirpa and sugimoto is one of like two partners that love each other in a completely like non-sexual way yeah. like it's not meant to be it's not meant to be like a forced romance or anything like that it's just two like they're they're partners in a strictly platonic sense i suppose mm-hmm. like maybe there's like a a childish crush on like a Sirpa's part but it's meant to be one-sided if anything and it's up for discussion if it even exists um, the overall cast of characters is just fantastic. You've got great villains like Lieutenant Surumi and uh, Private Ogata, who are just like doing things for very uh, incredible reasons that like kind of twist everything in a way that reminded me of a Metal Gear Solid plot or something like that when it comes to like the philosophy about war and soldiers and stuff like that um i really liked the look into the indigenous cultures across various parts of like the far east in japan Mm -hmm. um especially if you're reading the everyday hero scans that add a lot of uh, bonus content at the end where they explain like historical references and uh like hunting stuff and uh whatnot 
it really adds a lot to it. You get a lot of uh, background info that shapes how you view these characters and explains the cultural references to various Japanese things, which I'm sure every manga fan has wanted that at some point in their life, just because, or every American manga fan yeah. or Western manga fan has wanted that at some point in their life, because... Man, sometimes the jokes just fly over my head whenever they reference whenever they reference a show that aired on Japanese public TV during the summer of 1987. You know, like damn, it's it's a um, shame. The one downside that I will say about Golden Kamui is that the ending, while solid, mm-hmm. is admittedly a little bit rushed, and the author admits that it was rushed because of the magazine constraints and also that he was just ready to get it over with in some ways and he was ready to move on to his mm-hmm. next project um but despite that i think that he pulls all the plot threads together really well for the most part there's a couple of characters that i feel like could have been utilized slightly better but they're like second or pretty much tertiary characters actually is what i would say despite how much I like one of them in particular that could have been used better. Um, so I would definitely recommend it. I gave it a 10 out of 10 on Mal. And it's about 313 chapters. Go read that. And the fourth season of the anime is coming out soon too, if you want to just like maybe, you know, see what you're, what you're in for for that because the anime is pretty solid in and of itself. It's a good anime. The bears, though. No, yeah, the CGI <laughs> is definitely pretty cool. I just, I, just lo- I actually love the bears. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. It's yeah. funny for sure. Mm. Uh, would definitely, if you want to see more bears, would definitely recommend the OVAs, specifically uh, the Sheeton Animal Record. Um, okay. I'll let whoever wants to go watch that find out what I mean for themselves. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> So recording Kamui, it's a it's a ten out of ten in my opinion. Uh, Perfection. So there's another. Have you ever heard of the uh, manga series Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible? I've heard of it. Have I read it? No. (laughs) Yeah, me either. It's a pretty cute uh, romance thing. I was looking at it a bit. It stars a. a shy student named Junta Shiraishi, mm-hmm. which also is a name in Golden Kamui, so good segue there. <laughs> a student with so little presence that his classmates don't even register him as being there most of the time. They just see his seat in class as an empty seat and say that if you can see Junta during the day, like if you see him show up to school, it's considered like a sign of good luck, like seeing a cryptid or something <laughs> like that. Like seeing Mothman. <laughs> The only student who can see him is Nagisa Kubo, the girl seated next to him. Kubo likes to tease him a bit and put him in nerve-wracking situations that drive him out of his comfort zone, which he hates. But soon he realizes that maybe his adolescent life isn't quite as boring as he thought. Uh, It was announced that this manga will be getting a special uh, full page soon in its magazine, along with a special announcement. So I am fully expecting this to get an anime probably uh, yeah. announced pretty soon because they've been doing a lot of promotional work for it. The sales have been pretty solid. I think 
Let me go ahead and look up mm -hmm. what the sales have been real quick. I mean, it sounds like a great premise. And yeah, honestly, that magazine is, I believe it's in Kodansha, actually. Or no, actually, it's uh, it's in Shonen Jump Plus, I think. It's available on the Manga Plus app yeah. if you wanted to read it. It's done a, yeah, weekly Young Jump. So it's in the, actually in the same magazine as Golden Kamui. Um, it's done pretty good so far. It's got seven volumes out. Hasn't announced any sales, though. But I trust that they must know something that we don't. If yeah, they've got promoting <laughs> it this hard. And I assume they're going to announce an anime. Probably by a studio like Cloverworks. Probably, or, yeah. Like, whoever does like uh, Comey or something mm -hmm. like that. I would imagine. Um, and then, as well, we have another new series entering Weekly Shonen Jump to replace, what was it, um, Ayakashi Triangle that went to Jump Plus? Yeah. We have Sugoi Smartphone, which I know the name sounds a little bit ridiculous, but the smartphone themed manga seem really popular it translates to uh awesome smartphone and it currently has three chapters out i believe it might be getting a color page soon nope. as well according to some leaks <laughs> one, so. one interesting name if you type in awesome smartphone on google it, it is not very helpful by the way i, I was gonna assume be sure to add manga <laughs> Damn. I don't believe that there is any info on the author, which is odd. Actually, it is by Hiroki Tomisawa and Kintaro Kidano. So Hiroki Tomisawa was has done Sinka no Kanojo, which was. I don't know. I don't know what I'm reading here. Uh, very. It's the last day of school trip. Yuki finally gets the courage to ask out the girl he likes, Makoto. Very soon after, the two of them learn how fragile their word world really is as a missile attack bombards the city. Many are dead and injured, and the newly dating Yuki and Makoto must help each other endure shock and grief. They try to meet up with other stars from their school with the goal of getting home safely to Hokkaido, but this attack could be as predicted online the beginning of the last war. So it sounds like it's probably there's probably some big twist at the end there where yeah. uh, there, there's some government stuff going on or something a supernatural element, and then Kintaro Hidano. Their fandom is very small. Yeah, I was looking at the Reddit and yeah, I was, that's what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> Most of it's by like one guy. Kintaro Hidano has. Uh, done art for a lot of like one shots mostly as well as a manga called Ziga um, a very realistic recurring nightmare where a giant monster is sitting and always needs a Ko the poor dreamer getting crushed in the road when Ko meets an unusual man who somehow knows about the monster in his dream his nightmare takes on a whole new meaning I'm also looking at the art for this and honestly <laughs> bro this got I'm sorry that Kaiju number eight came into whatever this is better. I feel like um, the overall rating for it is like a six point oh five on Mel. So that's not for great. a manga. That's very poor. It has fifteen chapters before getting axed and shown in jump. So 
yeah happens i guess we'll see how sugoi's smartphone goes but i am honestly not super confident in this no <laughs> i mean you know maybe that one guy on their subreddit can really carry the fandom but right now i'm not quite sure yeah, I mean, maybe it'll be more popular in uh, Japan. Um, we can move on to, let's see. Got There is a new mystery yeah, series being recommended by Tatsugi Fujimoto, the creator of Chainsaw Man. And I want to bring attention to this because the, pro- the premise of this seemed very interesting to me. A trio of young boys taken from... Sorry, by the way. It's called Thunder 3. Yeah. A trio of young boys taken straight from a simple-looking old-school gag manga hopping hop dimensions to a Gantz-like drawn ultra-realistic sci-fi world. Story and art by Ikeda Yuki. This isn't currently translated. I'm hoping some group like picks yeah. this up or we get an original translation of this, but this seems... Like right up my alley when it comes to like the clashing art style. Yeah, stuff it like sounds that. like it would be... F- a great and it has a mystery hit. element to it. I'm pretty excited, actually. If they do it well, it would be a great hit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tacopi Original Sin hit 1.2 million in sales. Doing well, as always, for the small manga that ended quite some time ago. Again, it's only got like 14 chapters. It's doing 1.2 million off of like two volumes. So that's a really solid for a small time manga that hasn't mm-hmm. hit popularity in the US yet either. This is something to watch out for if you're a fan of like uh Oyasami Pumpun or other sad stuff like that. I would definitely go check that out. We've been shouting about this since our very first episode. Go read Tokopi. It's good. <laughs> it's true we have. Yeah. Uh let's see. As for the um we got the this is actually a good segue here because I want to talk about Ayashimon and the threat of the looming axe that it has over its head. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and go into the TOC. So for the TOC, we have at the top of it, we've got Witch Watch with a cover mm-hmm. and color page. This manga is doing surprisingly well. I started reading it recently. It's not quite as generic as i thought it was going to be i can see why it is doing pretty decently and getting a solid amount of promo honestly uh up next we got one piece not shocked that one piece is on top it is hitting a really high point in the manga right now for a lot of people it's in a climax of its current arc and hoping and soon uh, the anime is also starting to hit yeah, again. the anime. Finally. We got My Hero Academia in third place. Um, again, not shocked here. My Hero Academia is basically hitting the climax of its entire yeah. story, and it is extremely popular in Japan. Then we got Blue Box at number four, which is great to see honestly i'm a fan of blue box i'm catching up with it now shout out Krissa and uh pete who are big fans of this i know that for a fact i heard that the latest chapter had some revelations going on in it that had Krissa pretty heated so i'm excited to catch up with that and see what all the fuss is about uh, it's always good to see shonen jump 
diversified. Yeah, yeah. Know? I was gonna say it's nice to see something other than your typical battle shonen. Agreed, hundred percent. And you know, up next we got Jujutsu Kaisen, which <laughs> some people would probably call your typical battle. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it. I think it is. I'm not it gonna say it's like isn't. subversive or anything like that. I think it is just really super well written yeah shonen, and there's nothing wrong with that you know i mean that latest chapter Whew. we got the after that yeah that last chapter was heat i'm <laughs> super excited for to see what is coming up next yeah. with akari i love him as a character so far his technique is super cool and i'm not gonna spoil anything for people who might be trying to catch up or or might be yeah yeah only. um then we got the premiere of Sugoi Smartphone. Got it has a color page and a twenty-five page chapter. So, I guess we'll go and check that out. Yep. <laughs> and you keep on top of whatever's in the magazine, even if we're not necessarily messing with it. You know? Yeah. Got, got yeah, at least Sakamoto give a try. Days next, which I'm always happy to see this. Always happy for that one. Honestly, after the explosion of Spy Family, I think Sakamoto Days is kind of like up. Next. I fully agree. I fully agree. People are going to love the character of Sakamoto yep. in general. Like, he hits those, like, gag character moments really well, as well as being a pretty fleshed out and interesting mm-hmm. character with his mob ties and everything. I, I fuck with him super hard. Uh, and it has the telepathy comedy yep. that people love in Spy Family that I'm a big fan of. I think it's really well done in Sakamoto Days as well. Up next, we got Akane Banashi. Have you read this at all, Parf? I read the first chapter. <laughs> I so, didn't keep reading it. People were hating on Akane Banashi. And oh, four. Lynn was hating on it the last time we read it. Or the last time we did a recording episode. And I just want to say that I caught up with Akane Banashi after we recorded last... Or, sorry, the last episode. Mm-hmm. And... It's heat. It's real good. Like, it's kind of in that same realm as the those hobby follow your dream anime yeah. or manga. That's what like, I figured it would be. Uh, Blue period mm-hmm. or um, that old lady filmmaking manga <laughs> that I can't think of the name of right now. But it also adds like a sort of battle element to it with how the Rakugo world works. As well as a, um, it's got a revenge story plot added to it as like at the end of the first uh, chapter. Yeah. So, I think that Akane Banashi is something really special. It, it's a story about a young girl whose father was a very passionate uh, Rakugo storyteller. For those of you who don't know, Rakugo is a Japanese form of one man storytelling. That involves using very little props. It mostly relies on impressions and facial expression and gestures to tell the story. Um, the whole concept is explained really well in the manga. They have a consultant who gets credited at the start of every chapter who is doing a really good job. The stories are translated well and give you a pretty good idea of what the humor is meant to be. Which is something that I find really rare in... Oh, it's extremely rare, I feel like. Just any sort of thing where you have to cross that cultural divide where it's not something very similar to what we have in the United States. If I was going to compare Rakugo to something, 
I think the closest thing in the American culture to it would be like a radio play. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that, that sounds great. Could do all of it. That that sounds that's fair. I think that's fair because obviously they, you can't see if they're using props. Obviously, Rakugo is yeah. a bit more focused on visual aspects, but mm. I think that's I think it's a somewhat fair analysis. Yeah, I, th- I agree. I would I would highly recommend Akane Banashi. It got a color page last week that All was right, super solid. Um, I enjoy the art style a lot. Character designs are fun. The overall cast is super good. The MC is also really well uh, written so far. I like her revenge story and. I'm excited to see what happens whenever her dad starts to get into the mix because right now he's kind of being shown as like given up on that life is busy. It feels almost like a an old school like teen movie or something like that. Like <laughs> And there's nothing if wrong. If this with was that. an American thing, her dad would have been like a snowboarder or some shit like <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the hills, man. So I would definitely recommend Akane Banashi. I really am enjoying it. It's I will be for sure keeping up with it weekly. I'll try. Up next, we got uh, Mission Yozakura Family with a color page. I actually have decided to get into this recently out of spite. <laughs> um, yeah, how'd that work out? Popular anime YouTuber. Decided to release a uh, Shonen Jump roundup recently, mm-hmm. and he kind of disrespected this uh, series, and its fan base was on his ass about it. So I've decided that tonight I'm going to start and catch up with Mission Yozakura family. So, <laughs> so if it's bad, are you going to keep going with it? I don't think it's it? that bad. It's pretty popular, and most things like most popular Shonen aren't that bad i find they might be a little bit boring but they're not like bad it's true it's fair uh up next we have a one shot by taishi sutsui called mangaka no neku dearu it will be published in this one as well it is a about a uh mangaka who has like a cat that follows her around or something like that he uh the creator of this is also the person i believe he was behind nisekoi as well he gave he did a nisekoi spinoff that gave a lot of people closure from what i understand so this should be pretty cool i like the art style for it the uh cat that the mangaka has is pretty cute so I will definitely be checking that out if it gets a translation. It probably and, uh, will. I assume it'll be translated. Yeah. The newest jump. So I'll check it out. Then after that, we got the elusive samurai, which that's a pretty big jump. Good for it for escaping the <laughs> the bottom the the bottom three, I guess. I, it's something I should probably read more of. I honestly was kind of like down on it for a while but i'll uh i'll catch up i'm only a few chapters behind so it made its jump uh just below that we got being robico typical middle of the pack gag yeah. manga pretty popular in japan pppp after that whatever <laughs> nobody I, i've never heard anybody 
I mean, actually, I lied. I'm not going to say that. Because I did see people who actually cared about PPPPP on Twitter recently. And, you know... I've seen the, people uh, talk about it. The I've seen some panels for it that looked pretty hard. I was judging Akane Banashi last week a bit. Not as hard as Lynn was. So, I'm not going to go that hard on PPPPP. <laughs> and I'm going to try and reform my thoughts. And I'm going to... Reform Read Jay next some next more episode. and give it a fair shot. So I'm out of my hater phase for people. <laughs> You'll be back in it, I'm sure. But you know what I'm not out of my hater phase for? Earth Child, <laughs> which is getting a color page. What are they doing over here? Nobody cares about Earth Child. Stop giving it color pages. No, I agree. Uh, I agree. We should be giving color pages to something better. Yeah. Just below- like maybe, you know. The, the lowest third uh, from the third lowest from the bottom. I'm just saying. Really upset about that. Through Earth Child, we got Mashal, which I'm kind of conflicted about because, from what I understand, Mashal is entering, like, it's somewhat entering its ending. So it's concerning that it's yeah. low, so low on the chart, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like, good. I have a few friends. Sorry. Who are super into Mashal? Shout out Tyler! Shout out! I still need to start it. I have the first volume just sitting on my desk. I'll peep it. I've heard it's somewhat. I've heard comparisons to One Punch Man and like Harry Potter, of course. Yep. So that sounds like a pretty solid combination. So I'll check it out. And honestly, I should be reading everything that at least Weekly Shonen Jump is offering, probably, if we're going to cover this TOC we, so That's true. We probably should start that. We can, uh, we'll discuss something off the air, or maybe we can, uh, one of us can, <laughs> we can do, like, different series, yeah. and if the series is good, then we can both get on and add that to our discussions. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we got, I believe, another one-shot called Kokusei Kozaku, me look this up real quick. I'm so intrigued. Kazaku, sorry. Kazaku. Uh, oh, it's High School Family. I don't know why they didn't say High School Family on here. High School Family drops down a little bit to the bottom five. Then we got Duran, Duran Ron, Duran I never know. In the bottom four, which not surprised there. What I am surprised by <laughs> is Undead Unlook in the bottom three. That's, What's going on with your boy here? Dude, that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. Because isn't it in a like hot, isn't it in like a dramatic point right now? Yes, it is. So that's not a good sign. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, that's upsetting to say the least. Uh, a cover for Undead Unlook that came out recently. Not the volume cover, but a kind of spoilery cover oh, yeah. involving a character. Mm, I've, I saw that was, one. It was hard. So I'm interested in what's going on there. I'm probably going to pick it back up. I'm disappointed that it's in the bottom three because, I don't know, Undead Unluck is something that I've always felt like. I always thought it was doing great. I've always felt it's solid, but I think maybe in Japan the popularity just might not be there, you know? <laughs> don't say that. You don't really see don't it pop say. up on the charts like that. It doesn't... I say it doesn't get promo, but it does get a bit of promo when it comes to color pages and covers and stuff like that. So I don't know. And then of course under that we have Ayashimon. 
I don't know, man. I feel like Ayashimon is getting packed up right now. They're kind of oh, it kind of is. Let's be I, honest. I'm mourning it right now. Honestly, I want it to survive, but I do too. I think the premise if the Japanese for it is great. public just does not fuck with it, then it doesn't. We, we matter, can't do anything. You know? Yeah, they don't care about. <laughs> they don't care about us anymore. <laughs> we had our exactly, opportunity when they used to be my boy, but. I don't know. Maru is. I enjoy him to an extent, mm-hmm. but like, he doesn't have the emotional depth that other, what on the surface appear to be simple protagonists like Luffy or yeah. Itadori have, mm-hmm. where they can show emotion whenever it comes down to it. Uh, Maru only really shows emotion in relation to his protecting of Urara. So whenever she's not around or whenever she's not under pressure, it doesn't super matter. And to have it be second to last, whatever, like some surprise twist stuff just kind of happened in the later cha- latest chapters. I don't know, man. I got to say, while I enjoy Ashiban and no disrespect to Yuji Kaku... It feels like maybe if this wasn't a Yuji Kaku manga, it might have been axed already. <laughs> if I'm being, if I'm just being, you're probably right though. Honest. Like, <laughs> you're I mean, probably look right. Look at Nikishimoto with Samurai Eight. You know, true. How long did Samurai Eight last? Let me look this up. Samurai Eight, not long. It had five volumes. Samurai 8 had 38 chapters. Yeah. Do you think that Samurai would have lasted as long as it did? No. If, uh, if it not was at all. Kishimoto? Not at all. made fucking Naruto? Not at all. <laughs> the 38 chapters was literally just a courtesy for him. I mean, hell. It had... It's not even something that you... Like, it's not something to be ashamed of, necessarily. No. It happens a lot to mangakas. Look at, uh... Look at the... Obata, who made Death Note, he made Platinum End after that, and as far as I'm concerned, Platinum End is, it's one of the only manga that I've ever dropped, like, halfway it's through. It's not great. Um, it only lasted, like, 38 chapters or something. It's just, you know... Like, 58 chapters or something like some that. Some authors, they're one-hit wonders. And I, I don't think Yuji Kaku is a one-hit wonder necessarily. I just think maybe a supernatural battle manga wasn't the way to go with it. <laughs> I think, yeah. That's fair. That's very I'm fair. I'm hoping that the anime for Jigoguraku House Paradise super pops off and maybe we can mm-hmm. get like a continuation of that at some point or something. But I also don't blame him for wanting to, you know, tell a new story and yeah. focus on other things. Like, when you're an artist, you don't want to be pigeonholed into the, writing the same thing forever, forever. Yeah, exactly. Like, and artists who are artists who are forced to do like these long-term projects will find ways to break the mold of what they're in yeah. if they're tired of it. Like, like what Araki did, and what we're currently seeing a bit in One Piece. I feel with Oda breaking the mold a bit. Uh, yeah. With the storytelling, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think with like the storytelling structure of Wano and yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, you know, 
I no, I fully agree. I think it's he's definitely switched things up for the better. Yeah. And uh, then at the bottom we have Protect Me Sugar <laughs> which again, this is actually another thing where it's kind of another case of the name behind it. Yep. She the this is the mangaka behind um I believe the One Piece and Love manga, right? So I don't know. This is no Protect Me Shugamaru, it just I don't know. There's nothing for me there. Uh, it just doesn't hit it for me. I don't like the character designs at all, which is like a big issue. Which is weird because I don't mind the One Piece in Love uh, manga mm-hmm. art style. It's just Protect Me Shugamaru and specifically Shugamaru that I'm not a big fan of. So, I don't know. I'll keep reading it until it gets axed just to see like what happens because it's good data to have on what flops, yeah. you know. We can figure things out. Let's move on to some things that aren't flopping. Let's go into the Oricon top 10 sales for the week. What so, a beautiful uh, again, uh, segue. To explain it for those of you who maybe this is your first episode or you just skip past my intro every single time because <laughs> you don't like hearing me drawn on about it. The Oricon charts are a way that to measure the total volumes sold of a particular manga franchise during the week. So it it measures just like the bulk amounts, not specifically Mm -hmm. the, like what specific volume, although we could get data from that, from like the Shoseki daily rankings and stuff like that, that'll list the actual volumes and what's popular there. So we'll start off going from number 10 on up. So I'll say the name of the manga and then, uh, Parf, if you want to join me in reading these off, you can as well. Yeah. You have the list in front of you. You want me to go first? You can if you want. All right, number 10, which I'm actually kind of surprised at, is One Piece. I I, I would say I get it, but I don't. It's what one. Do you mean? Um, so, like, I get it because like it just had a massive uh, week, uh, the past two weeks. But, like, at the same time, it's winding down to its arc. So you would think that would increase the sales. But who knows? I mean, it was number one. I yeah. think it was number one the last week, the last time we recorded. So Which is why. Probably just, like, a bit of blow over, yeah. basically. And probably. Again, with One Piece, One Piece is one of those things where, unless it's releasing a new volume, you won't see it doing... It's true. Giant true. volumes most of the time because there's so many volumes and a lot of people, again, it's a long-running thing, so a lot of people who have or who are into One Piece already have their volumes. Like They bought them a long time ago. Yeah, they just fair. wait for the latest one. That's fair. Or they wait for a box set or something like that to come out, you know? At number nine, with 100,000 uh, copies sold even, we got Dan to Dan. Which always nice to see Dan to Dan on there. One always of the best nice. new gen shonen for sure. Um, this is something that you should keep an eye out if you're interested mm. in stuff that'll probably get a manga adaptation. It's got a a very big pedigree on it. Uh, the creator of Dan to Dan was a assistant for Tatsugi Fujimoto, which that's also uh, 
something that people like the creator of Spy Family and Jigo Garaku can claim to be. So definitely hop on the Dandadan train if you're not there. Uh, if you're someone like Krissa, you've been shouting that out since day one at the top of your lungs. It's entering a really good phase right now, I feel. The characters are starting to come back together, and I think that overall it definitely deserves this place. It's, it's entering a good phase of momentum, for sure. At, uh, at number eight, we got something near and dear to my heart, of course. We got Golden Kamui selling 101,000 copy, 101,769 copies. Nice. Um, again, the manga just ended, so people are excited to be able to get their full sets. We'll probably see this. We'll probably see it towards the end of the chart for the next couple weeks, I would assume, just mm-hmm. in that 100,000, uh, like, lower range, I assume, because... Despite how popular it is, it is still pretty niche compared to the things that are above it. If you look at most of what is above it, you know. So, at next is Roroni Kenshin, the Hokkaido arc, with 120,849 volume. Why? I don't know why, actually. I, I, I was thinking maybe you had some reason why, but I... I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad manga. I, well... The creator. I mean, yeah, we know. We don't have to go into the yeah. details. Yeah, yeah. About, but know, like, he's... it's a fine story. Oh, you know why? Because why? there was a mo- probably because there was a manga that was announced, or not manga, anime that was announced recently. Oh, okay. Like five months ago, they announced there was going to be a new TV anime. That so, makes sense, though. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. Kinchin is solid, though. Honestly, if you can. Uh, put past what the author did and i'm not the arbiter to say if you should or shouldn't personally um and i'm not going to get necessarily give my opinion yeah. on that quite yet <laughs> about it either um it's a classic like what else yeah, is there to say Tagashi right. was an assistant working on it and whatnot like it has one of the only good live action adaptations of an anime or manga ever as well it's um, also true it's just a lot of characters in Kenshin have inspired characters that people love nowadays um mm-hmm. especially in jujitsu kaisen if you if you look for it you can find a lot of uh character designs that are inspired by Kenshin character designs there so it doesn't really surprise surprised me that people are going and trying to buy more especially because i think the hokkaido arc is maybe still going on yeah i wouldn't know at uh number seven or actually sorry at number six we got natsumi's book of friends at 135,538 i've actually never read this i have heard of it though i think i watched the anime but clearly it wasn't notable enough for me to remember Natsumi's Book of Friends, based on, let's see, while most 15-year-old boys will wear another harbor secrets are related to girls, Takashi Natsumi has peculiar terrifying secret involving yokai. Yeah, yeah. He has been chased by his spirits, soon discovers that his deceased grandmother passed on to him the Book of Friends, which contains the name of spirits whom she brought under control. Oh, so it's kind of like a mushishi mm-hmm. type deal, or um, like episodic kind of like monster of the week format i guess seems pretty good honestly i I like it supernatural slice of life 
And I assume, oh, and that's where that cat moderator comes from. Okay, I see. If you, uh, if anybody was interested in that, you can definitely go find the manga pretty easily. It also has an anime by Brainspace that is very highly rated. Um, I wonder if maybe it got a second season. I did. Announced. Okay. Oh uh, no! Well, that- no. Uh, in general, it has a second season. Uh, oh, okay. I have no idea why the jump is, but it has a, I think, I want to say, f- maybe the fourth or fifth season was announced. Ooh, okay. It has a bunch of seasons, uh, I know that. Cool. Oh, dang, it has like seven seasons, yeah. actually. So, yeah. <laughs> See, I can't even get it right. It's actually ended, so never mind. You must have just had a jump because it's a popular thing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's a box set that got released. Hopefully. All right. At uh, number, so we're in our top five here. So expect to see our usual heavy hitters. Yep. Starting with someone that, a series that I'm expected to see in the top five, but not as number five. We got Tokyo Revengers selling 171,007 copies. Uh, Normally, maybe Japan isn't messing higher. with that ending as much <laughs> either. I don't know. That's probably it, it's possible. I mean, it also just could be a blowover from last week. True, it did have a new volume release, so it probably it could just be people buying the new volume yeah. who didn't get it last week because I think it was very high up. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's uh as far as monthly sales go, Tokyo Avengers is still number two in the past month. Just probably it's my family. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So number four, yeah, we have Jujutsu. Oh my God, Jujutsu Kaisen with a hundred seventy-seven and thousand two hundred five sales. Which it's all right. I mean, again, That's solid. I mean, it, we expected to be in the top five. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's weird for it not to be in the top yeah. five. Pretty much, it's yeah. It's just it's the top dog of a. Uh, Overall, I would say it's the top dog of Battle Shonen when it comes to sales right now. I would agree. Um, it hasn't had a new volume out in a, about a month or two, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I imagine we'll probably get a new volume cover announced in a month or so, maybe two. And then uh, after that, we'll probably see it back at number one. When probably, it yeah. Happens, so. Then we got One Punch Man at number three with 228,110 copies. Bit of a jump there. Oh, yeah. And I got to say that this is because it is going through a huge climax in the manga right now. Damn, um, I need to get get caught up. I do too. Uh, it's something that I was super late to the party for, honestly, mm-hmm. and I regret it. I'm currently reading through it. I'm not super far in, but we're getting there. I've seen... I see spoilery panels every now and then, and I have to quickly oh, all the time. eyes on the timeline. <laughs> all the time. Because it just looks so sick. Yeah. And I'm excited to get there. Um, I haven't watched the anime either, which I've heard the first season of the anime is really, really good. I like so, the second. So, it is really, really yeah. good. Don't say you like the second. I've heard the second one is terrible. All right. Controversial opinion. Honestly, as I sit, like, I've been thinking about this the past, like, week for some reason, because I've seen clips of it on uh, YouTube and TikTok. 
I think One Punch Man Season 2 wasn't that bad. I enjoyed it. Maybe it just didn't reach the highs of the first season. It, it, I mean, it didn't, but I really like uh, the little tournament they go through. I also think that uh, a small related note, a series to watch out for might hit, might crack into the top 10 uh, next time would probably be Mob Psycho 100. Oh, as it just for got sure. its third anime yeah. announced. It got its date announced, which is uh, coming out in, in November of this year, I believe. So that's going to be sick. Uh, honestly, fall this fall season is going to be extremely yeah. packed. I'm super excited for that. Uh, at number two, we got My Hero Academia selling 514,616 copies. Huge jump. Not surprised there. It just had that volume cover yeah. with Star and Stripe looking, in my opinion, a little bit stoned on it, but it's still <laughs> sick and she's a great character. She's still a great so. character. You're, you're not wrong. Yeah. It was a great cover. It's a good cover. Yeah. Honestly, Hori Koshi is a really good artist in general. Oh, I agree. A shame about his fan base. Yeah, I mean, fan bases or whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, any big fan base is going to get shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't think of one. Yeah, God, fuck. <laughs> the Chainsaw Man fan base is going to be crazy with them. It's already <laughs> crazy. It's, gonna it's be crazy already crazy. It's going to be drugs, so much so. worse. Yep. And then uh, at number one, you know, I already spoiled it for everybody at the beginning. I'm sorry. I'm sure nobody could have seen this coming. <laughs> We've got Spy Family at number one. So no surprise there. 604,000 copies. 604,049 mm. copies. I'm sorry. Um, this is like its fourth or it's been at the top of every yeah. week since it, uh, the anime release. Mm -hmm. And honestly... I don't see that stopping. I until the until the anime yeah, yeah. is done, and probably even a little bit past then. I think this will probably it's gonna it's gonna crack into the top. Probably it'll be probably top three sold this year. I would imagine. Oh, for sure. Uh, we thought it would get its roof, but it it broke through that. So yeah, I think honestly, it has nowhere um, to go but up. I think Demon Slayer might get. Not dethroned in total sales or anything like that, obviously, but I think that Demon Slayer is going to be pretty low on the... Yeah. If it continues at the current rate, it's going to be pretty yeah, low this year in terms of sales. Mm -hmm. Especially because... Did they announce when the anime is coming out? Isn't it like next year or something? Like some, some point next year, yeah. I want to say yeah, 2023. So. But... I'm never right. <laughs> I don't think that... Yeah, they actually haven't announced a release okay. yet, so... They just mind. released the teaser for it. So I gotta assume that they're not going to uh, do that. Yeah. Okay, well... Pretty, uh... Predictable... Uh... Yeah. Sales chart, I would say, apart from a few standout mm -hmm. ones, namely, uh... Natsumi's Book of Friends and Kinchin, mm -hmm. as well as One Punch Man breaking into the top three. That's... Super sick to see because oh, I love that. I love that. So the much. art is so honestly, the art in One Punch Man is the best art in Jump right now. I was gonna, say, yeah, I was gonna say, I couldn't think of any better art in Jump right now. I 
he because the big battle uh scenes not big battle i shouldn't say that like the spreads and yeah stuff, spreads like... thank you they're just so good mm-hmm. they're just like i'm trying i can't think of anybody who does it better right now no and jump there's nobody doing yeah. it better the only person in one of the weekly magazines that i would say is kind of similar would probably be oh great and uh <laughs> who's doing the monogatari yeah. manga right now and that's because that they were a hentai artist before and it shows yeah <laughs> and the it amount does. of like visceral detail that goes into that manga it does yeah um which by the way if you guys think that we should start covering um like i don't think other magazines really do like the toc quite like weekly shonen jump does and if so if you guys want to try and start covering like the popularity of other magazines uh, rosters let me know if there's anything in particular mm-hmm. that you guys would like especially because it's it's a lot to keep up with honestly it so is. doing weekly show and jump is a given obviously because it's it's not that difficult to find information about and they promo so hard but for some of the other stuff it's it, it can be a bit difficult so let me know if there's anything in particular you guys want so, uh, yeah, that, that about covers all the news and mm-hmm. the usual TOC stuff. So we can go in and talk about what we've been reading lately. Have you been reading anything lately, Carter? Uh, bes- you said Monster, right? Yeah, besides the weekly's Monster. And, like, so I, I've heard about this manga and anime, like, a bunch. Because, like, people say, oh, it's, like, if you like Berserk or if you like Dark Stuff, you'll love Monster. But, like, I don't think it gets as enough hype as it deserves. And I've only Very read low key two volumes. It doesn't have those like big yeah. incredible panels like Berserk has or yeah. anything. Although it does have great art. It, oh, there's nothing fantastic there's art. no like oftentimes you're not gonna see monster in a lot yeah. of people's like this panel I, is so hard thread, you know, stuff like it's that. It's just like like uh I'm gonna butcher this name even though I shouldn't uh Johan uh Liebert, or Johan, I don't, I don't know which the pronunciation is. He's like just known as one of the most uh, vicious villains. I think it's just a great read. Uh, I think you gotta watch or read Monster just for uh, Johan. Yeah, I've heard it is a complete uh, must read or watch because yeah, from what I understand. The anime adaptation is very solid, even the dub of it. So, even if you're someone who enjoys dubs, but, you know, you might find it hard because some dubs are kind of then you're not, because the monster dub is really solid. It has Liam O'Brien as the main voice actor, who you might recognize oh. as uh, Gara or uh, Illidan Stormrage yeah, does from Illidan. World of Warcraft, yep. or Yasuo from League of Legends. But he he has a very distinct voice. Very, like, very. He, he, yeah, he has like two voices. He does. <laughs> I love the man, but yeah. He's a great, great voice actor, but you're entirely right. Yeah. Uh, um, what have you been reading? Definitely recommend Monster, too. I, I think that's something that I might pick up, but I might actually just finish watching it. That's that's completely fair. Sometimes it's I was easier. like 30 episodes into the... Mm-hmm anime or something like that so that might be the next 
anime that like series that i just like binge because i i don't have anything that i've been like just i've been ke- keeping up on my weeklies lately yeah. i haven't had something that i just want to like sit down and watch all the way through really i agree i haven't had anything like that uh i was gonna try to do that with banana fish but it's sad so i don't know if i should i mean monster's kind of sad too but monster's more monster's kind of <laughs> like it reminds me of like hannibal yeah monster keep yeah yeah you're right yeah i feel like monster is one of those shows it's an anime similar to like king of the hill where <laughs> you could put it to live action and it would lose nothing like yeah have, yeah i was wondering where you were going with that <laughs> it's on it's just song. i've been reading Kane Banashi, Call of the Night. Call I of the need, Night's really good. I'm I need so to get back into the, that. The anime to come out. Mm-hmm. Finish Golden Kamui. That was very fun. I'm about to start up World Trigger because my boy Has has been hounding me to do that. I'm super excited to do that because I've heard good things about the I've heard good system. things too. And also, it's uh, the sales of World Trigger have been steady going up. It's been quiet because it doesn't breach the the top ten of Oregon yeah. or anything. But the volume sales are very consistent for it. So that, I think that good. it's something to watch out for, especially with I believe new seasons of the anime being announced as well. And then uh, what else? Uh, read JJK this week, of yep, course. Of that course. Was, how do you feel about? We're going to talk a little bit of spoiler talk for JJK here. So, spoilers for the spoiler. latest chapter of JJK if you haven't read it. Uh, I'd say skip forward about like a minute and a half. Yeah. So, how do you feel about Hikari's domain? Because I've seen a lot of people complaining about it being too hard to understand. I love that aspect of it. Uh, I've. <laughs> I just love the whole uh, gambling aspect of it, and I love how there's a whole um, plot of this, like, romance thing going on yeah. inside of this guy's domain. Like, that's so uh, just awesome to me. I like... This chapter was complete, completely great. Yeah. Just everything about mm-hmm. it was could not complain. I couldn't complain. I like Charles being, like... Charles is kind of like a surrogate for the audience. I, I love how he gets hit by yeah. it. Like him complaining about like the get like something a series he loved being turned into yeah. a gambling thing is similar to like Silent Hill or something like that. Yeah, it got turned into like pachinko machines only. Um, mm-hmm. I like how he corrected him to, like the bullshit of it is yeah. how a lot of fans react to it and. I saw a write-up about Hikari's domain on the Jujutsu she Reddit, which yeah. is the yeah, yeah, yeah. Reddit for Jujutsu Kaisen, for those of you mm-hmm. who don't know. And um, basically it was talking about how, like, Hikari's domain is, like, a distraction. It's like a symbol of frivolousness. Like, it shows, like, the modernity of the world. It's, like, it's a domain that's complete chaos. It represents the part of Jujutsu society that drove, like, ghetto crazy and shit like that like i don't know and i feel like the complicatedness of the actual technique in and of itself is meant to be a distraction oh for sure because if you ever played like a slot game or anything like that like a digital slot 
you know that the themed ones get stupid complicated. <laughs> and for Pachinko especially, they're always based on having more of a video game-like mm. deal with it. Specifically, um, like, the, having the whole cutscene thing, that's just, like, a universal thing in Pachinko. Yeah, it really is. And it was so, it was so good. It was so good. Yeah. It reminded me of, that reminded me of like a Tokimeki Memorial or some shit yeah. like that. Some obscure Japanese dating game. I loved it. Or shoujo. I'm trying to think of like it. an American counterpart. And the only thing that comes to mind at the moment, it's like bowling screen. <laughs> bowling yeah. ice cream. Honestly, yeah, it, yeah. A good way to compare it would be like yeah. a strike animation yeah. on a bowling screen or something yeah. like that. To tell Except you, tenfold. Like, yeah. So I'm really excited. I a lot of people have said that they don't they think they're not sure what's gonna happen with Charles. I see him as being like an ally in the future. See, so I'm excited for that. I would agree with that, but my my question is it, and we don't know that much about Hikari at this point. So this claim could hold absolute zero weight. I just don't know if Hikari will spare him unless they give the point unless Charles gives points. That's fair, honestly. Yeah. I think... I would like to see more of Charles. I feel like I there will be that. another character who intervenes at some point. I would hope, yeah. And also, Charles could help with Hikari's fight against Kami Show because... Mm, true. I don't think he has it in him to fight an ancient sorcerer who's who may or may not be on Sukuna's level at this point. Yeah. So... I don't know. Big things happening in JJK. I'm big, super... Big, big like, it's just been it's been great all ever since the little hiatus that Gaye took. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm just gonna let him cook. And <laughs> in my opinion, JJK is just like the best new generation shonen right now. I it's fully agree. Written one. It's the best yeah. releasing one right now. Yeah. And I honestly did not have a lot of time to read other stuff apart from the like what four things I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lately, I know that you were pretty busy too, so we can just kind of wrap up and move yeah. on to our uh, recommendations of the week. So, do you have any uh, manga recommendations that <laughs> anything we haven't mentioned? Oh, okay, anything we haven't mentioned that <laughs> you caught me there. I was about to say monster. Um, oh, I need to ask you first. Yeah, yeah. How I hope you enjoyed me shouting out the IDW Sonic comics Dude, last I've, week as my recommendation. I want you to know, <laughs> it made me. <laughs> It, every time like, again i'm not <laughs> i just i'm not like one of those sonic fans but like i like sonic as a joke at this point so that just made me laugh so hard because like sonic lore when you get into it is so messed up I, i'm yeah. going on a quick sonic rant i don't give a crap at this point oh, jesus um this is just a prime example sonic wasn't original like i think it's either the rg comics or the show Sonic wasn't originally uh, blue. This is before, like, the Chaos Emeralds and everything. And him and Eggman were friends. And the whole gist of it is, um, I, I think Eggman's trying to cure something, so he, uses, he asks Sonic to help him. Sonic is still a normal hedgehog that can talk for some reason. And they use, I think they're called, like, Chaos Rubies, or just, like, a Chaos Emerald that's just, like, one color. And he becomes blue. And Eggman gets upset. So the next day, he goes to eat uh, eat something out of the fridge. But I think Sonic has eaten everything, and the only thing left is a rotten egg. And that is why he's Dr. Eggman. Because of fucking rotten egg he had for lunch. That is my point. Like, I don't like Sonic, but that the fact that that's how they named 
how Eggman has his name. It's just so... Resident Sonic fan. Partially, everyone. <laughs> I hate that. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. What would I recommend this week? I'm looking around my at my bookcase. Um, hmm. I would say... You know what? I'm going to say One Punch Man. Uh, just because we yeah, talked yeah. about it earlier, and I think the art is just so worth. Even if you, even if you've watched the anime, I think you should go back and read the manga for the what anime's covered because the art is just so insanely good. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I think my uh, recommendation for this week is going to be. Honestly, I'm gonna recommend Oshinoko. That's a good recommendation. Oshinoko is that's not even a good recommendation. Arc. That's a great it recommendation. It's the perfect time to catch up. There was some good twists that just came out, and honestly, I'm a big fan. Of I need to catch up. Story's been going in general. Hopefully, we can get a Ruby arc going. She, she needs done, it. She needs she it. She hasn't done a lot, <laughs> but if they turn her everything into just else, background that's character, my, that's my only major complaint about yeah. it. Ruby so needs her to hear the spotlight. Definitely recommend that. And do you have anything you want to recommend that is not longer related this week? Uh, a reality TV series I got into. Uh, Are you the one? Is it about? Oh my god! They take uh twelve guys and twelve girls, put them into a house, and they all have their their perfect matches. And they have to they have to like obviously date oh, they and have find to suss out who it is. Yeah. And so the ensuing chaos is like a couple will get really close, right? And like oh, no. they have to go into the truth booth. Every week, one couple goes into the truth booth to see if they're the, they're like a match. And if they're not a match, just hell ensues. Like dudes cry, um, oh, girls cry too. Uh, a dude like th- like uh, punched the wall. He's like, "I'm tired of people telling me how to feel." Uh, they fight. It's just insane. Uh, and there's another one on Netflix. I think it's called the ultimatum and that one's even more insane yeah marry and move on and it's couples who give each other ultimatums and they're like about to be engaged but they're like well what if we don't work out so they date other people for like three weeks and that's that's also just insane so yeah those are my reality tv recommendations <laughs> what do you got uh Honestly, weirdly enough, I've been watching a lot of American Dad on Hulu. I'm just I love realizing how vastly superior that it. I mean, I've been new it. I've known it for like a decade, yeah. but it's so vastly superior. Family Guy, it's great. It really Honestly, is. Honestly, the later seasons are pretty like fourth wall breaky, and I mm-hmm. find it very funny. I love uh, Steven Roger. I mean, I love every character on that, but I love Steve and his boy band antics. Yeah, I like Francine the best. She's great. That's true. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, guys, it's a bit of a closing thing. We've had our antics this episode, but on a more serious note, I'm sure all of our American listeners and as well as, you know, international listeners as well, just because of how big America Mm. is, um, are aware of the fact that recently a leak happened where our Supreme Court is probably going to overturn Roe versus Wade, 
which is the law that uh, guarantees access to like abortion mm-hmm. and a health like healthcare and stuff like that, as well as uh, it, it sets the precedent to overturn a bunch of other stuff like interracial marriage and whatnot as well. And you know, me and Parf talked about it, and at first, I mean, I'm not even gonna say at first. I at like I was kind of nervous. I didn't want to bring up like politics or anything on the yeah. podcast, but which is understandable. I I fully after got talking that. to Parf about it and uh, hearing Lynn talk about it on his podcast, uh, I just want to say that you know, donate to Planned Parenthood and to the ACLU. Um, Check out Charity Navigator to find other uh, pro-choice charities to donate to because <laughs> please, please do. people should have the right to have autonomy over their own body. And that is the official take of this podcast. And mm-hmm. just know that, you know, things are going to be okay, guys. Like, I know shit looks dire right now, but whenever times get tough, people band together and we'll all figure something out together. And if something comes up to where this pod can do something to help, we'll be the first people to let you guys know. And Mm -hmm. if you guys have any recommendations or anything for us to look into, please let us know to help. Please uh, feel free to, you know, DM us on social media or drop a message in the comments or something like that. Um, we just want everybody to be able to feel safe in the place that they live and not like their body is under threat of being controlled. So I fully agree. Just yes. want to end the pod on that somber note, I guess. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.